Switch and Board is a brand new podcast studio in downtown D.C. With the ability to record and live stream up to five speakers at a time, Switch and Board can get your podcast off the ground or take it to the next level. Go to switchandboard.com for details or follow them on Instagram at switchandboard. Welcome to Fish Food, a podcast from Little Fish Accounting. I am your host, Keila Hill Trawick, and today I am joined by Takia Key, who is the founder and events curator of Creative Lab. Um, Creative Lab is a collective of creators and entrepreneurs in the DMV that come together to share resources with each other. Thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So why don't we start by you telling us a bit about what you do and the community that you serve. Okay, awesome. So um, the Creative Lab, like what you mentioned, is for small business owners and entrepreneurs in the DMV area. Um, it came about after moving from New York to back to D.C. Um, and I wanted to find my tribe of creatives um, and I could not figure out where they were. So um, just like angels in the outfield, if you build it, they will come. Um, it started thinking about Creative Lab with a couple of my co-founders, Melanie Meek, Jeffrey White, um, and we were all working together just like, let's just do it. Let's just put it out there. It started out as a meetup. Um, shout out to meetup.com. Um, and yes. it immediately grew. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to launch it. Ah, you were and just testing it out. Yeah, I created the meetup and it went live and 200 people signed up. And I was just like, oh, so we had interest. <laughs> um, so what's next? Right. Yeah, and I fleshed that out. So we decided top of this year, 2019, we would start with a beta series of events called yeah. Lab Hours. Um, and of course, you were the first person to join us. And we thought it would be really great to pair creatives and entrepreneurs in this area with people who provided services that they would need. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about accounting, thinking about legal services, understanding, um, and also thinking about what it means to be an entrepreneur in mental health. So having therapists also come in to talk about mm. how to battle, how to maintain like your sanity while working with clients who could sometimes be very difficult difficult yeah <laughs> so beyond the fact that obviously you needed a tribe so this was a personal thing for you what made you realize that this was a gap that was above you and your co-founders that was a need in the space that needed to be filled I worked as a consultant prior to moving to DC um, while living in New York for about two years on my own I thought I could just quit my job and do marketing consulting on my own I realized quickly that I can maintain and do whatever for a client, but who's handling like the business part? Mm -hmm. Who I can help create a website and a landing page for a client, but while doing that for a client, who's doing mine? Right, <laughs> right. So in thinking about that and trying to, um, literally the events that were put together was literally me saying to myself and my colleagues, what is it that we need? Like, what is it that you need to start your business? Because they also, the co-founders, have 
their own creative pursuits right. that they have that they're doing. And it's just like what what is it that you don't know and what do you need help with? Well, let's build a community of those people and we share right. resources. Who is the creative lab for? So when people are outside and listening and thinking, hey, this sounds like it's something cool for creatives, like what makes a person think that is a group that I need to be a part of? If you are a creative, whether a creative on the side and you're thinking about trying something full time Mm -hmm. or you're creative with a nine to five and also doing a little something on the side and you want to take it more serious, we're your community. We're your community for inspiration. We're your community for support. And we're your community in, in thinking about connecting you with other creatives who could possibly fill in those gaps that you may not have in your toolkit. So you mentioned the series that you've already started for this year, which so far has been awesome. I've seen the people who are on the lineups and it's been great. Um, what areas have you found either through the series or feedback since the series are the most important for the people that are a part of Creative Lab to hear about? What are their kind of pain points or the parts of business or of entrepreneurship that they're like, I need more on this in order to be good at it? What's interesting is, so we initially we started out with actual services, mm-hmm. not products, just services that can be offered. And to them, it was like, no one has ever really talked to me about how I should, advice that you had given yeah. through Little Fish, like that I should be maintaining my books uh, yeah. <laughs> every quarter. Yep. Um, and... And with those things, also just thinking about there's no support for them. Mm. So they would have friends who they can go out to brunch with. They would have friends and colleagues they can go out to happy hour with after work. But who is, like, they didn't have another person who understood their struggle. Right. Because other people who have a typical nine to five that may not be creative, they work and they go home. Right. And then they're trying to relax. But if you're creative on the side or full time, You're you're grinding around the clock and you and they needed a community of people who would understand that and at least offer that support because sometimes being an entrepreneur you can come across as a little crazy yeah (laughs) yeah I definitely understand that (laughs) um what is one thing that you have learned that you'd want to share since you started the creative lab that would either be a piece of advice that you would give out to people or even just something that you've learned that you're like, whoa, I didn't know that. And the creative lab kind of helped me come to that. It's twofold. So um, one thing that I learned is people can be very passionate about what it is that you've created, but no one is going to take care of it the way that you can mm. when it's starting out. Mm-hmm. So it's great to to look for people to help you, but also being very protective about who can touch like the infancy. Yeah. Like it's a baby. Yeah. And you have to have the right people in place for that. And sometimes you will have to say no. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's hard for entrepreneurs, especially when you're at a place where you either are struggling or feel like you're struggling, and you're like, I can't be turning down help. Like, if somebody says that they're going to do something for me, I just need to take it. Yeah. And I don't know that that's – 
I mean, I do know that that's not always the right way, but sometimes feels like a privilege to say, no, don't accept that. Get it from somebody else, specifically when it comes to how much it costs or any of those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other part, which is twofold, is knowing how to ask for help mm-hmm. and when to ask for help. Mm-hmm. So that's been the learning. That kind of leads to my next question, which is, either through Creative Lab or just through the entrepreneurs that you know outside of the service, what have you found to be one of the most common mistakes that creatives run into, whether it's in their creative side or on the business side when they're trying to get things going for themselves? I think it's having an actual plan. Mm. Um, Creatives want to create, right? Um, having an actual plan that is tangible and realistic for today, tomorrow, (laughs) next month, the next six months to a year, and really thinking about that. Because when you're creating, when you are creating something, you're very hype about it. It's all in your head, and you are your own hype man. Mm -hmm. And you may have some friends and supporters who are your hype people, too. And that is it. But no one is helping you think critically about what's realistic in your creative process. What comes after this? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is, yes. Um, So I guess added on to that, what do you think is one of the most important areas for creative entrepreneurs to focus on either when they're first starting their businesses or if they've been in business for a while but like want to take this thing serious, where would you say is one of the first places that they need to direct their attention? The business side of it. You already, if you're a creative, you have that part down. Yeah. Or find someone who can do it for you, Mm -hmm. who can be your thought partner, who can help you think critically and think about the business and is it going to be financially sound and stable. Right. So I would say finding people who are not just like you, Mm -hmm. like that is where all your energy should go aside from creating, finding people who are not like you. Ah, that's a good point. I don't think we talk about that enough. Because we tend to say, if you're a painter, hang around painters, and then you can get all their tips and then figure out how to make your art either better or um, more palatable or whatever the thing is that you're trying to do with your art. But I don't think we have enough conversations about what about the people who are not like you who are helping to fill the gaps that you are going to have because it's not what you do. Yeah. When you think about generations, I feel as though the generations of entrepreneur Entrepreneur, young entrepreneurs that are here right now, mm-hmm. they've matriculated through school as generalists, if they aren't uh, doctors, yeah. if they aren't architects. And if you are a creative, you have the sauce. Like, you know what yeah. it is that you're going to put out there. You need more people to yeah. help you. Like, you have to rely on a community of people. So we have community of people at Creative Lab. What's next? Like, what do you want to do? You've started with the sessions this year. Are you going to continue those? What else do you want Creative Lab to be able to provide to the community? I would love for Creative Lab to be more than just lab hours on a Thursday at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. I want to create that virtual space where people can continue to have a conversation with one another. 
I would love to partner with other creative institutions who have the money and the resources, but don't really have the time to develop the programming for creatives here in DC who are hungry and thirsty. Yeah. I would love, I'm working on a couple partnerships, but I would love to see those things actually close and come into fruition once we start back up lab hours in the fall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Well, tell the people where they can find you. Where can they find out more about the Creative Lab, what you're doing, and the events that are upcoming? Yeah, so you can find us, the plug, um, at thecreativelab.us. You can find us on Instagram at creative underscore lab. And you can also find us on Facebook, the creative lab. Thank you. We will make sure that that's in the show notes. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for giving us your input on how to build community with creative entrepreneurs in the DMV. And we look forward to see what's coming up for the creative labs. Thank you. I'm so glad I was able to come and be on. public service announcement from Little Fish Accounting. I am a certified public accountant, but not necessarily your accountant. For details on your specific situation, please contact us to become a client or an accountant in your area to give you specific advice on your needs. You can find this and all upcoming episodes on Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Board.